Welcome to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast, a show dedicated to the storytelling that happens or should happen when practitioners purchase technology. Each episode is designed to inspire new ways and ideas to make your business better as we speak with the brightest minds in recruitment and HR tech. That's what we do. Here's your host, William Tincup. Ladies and gentlemen, this is William Tincup, and you are listening to the Use Case Podcast. Today we have Sean on from VidCruiter, and we're going to be talking about the use case for uh, his software, and uh, and 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 really, it's and this is important. It's VidCruiter. There is no RE in there. I've looked for it. There isn't one in there. So. Uh, but it is actually a really easy name to remember. And, uh, and so I can't wait to kind of get into it with Sean and talk a little bit about his company. And uh, so without any further ado, Sean, introduce yourself and uh, VidCruiter to the audience. Thanks, William. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks for having me on today. And yeah, my name is Sean Fay. I'm the CEO of VidCruiter. We also get confused with ZipRecruiter, which is uh, ah, where yeah. some people may think of the RE coming in. But yeah, VidCruiter is uh, an independent company. We're not really related to them. We're partnered with them, but uh, we specialize in video interview services. That's where the name VidCruiter comes from, is really video recruiter, but we just stuck it together to make one word called VidCruiter. And so the video interviewing space, obviously, I'm assuming, has had an uptick because of uh, all the things that have happened in 2020. Uh, tell us a little bit about the, the video interviewing space as you've have you tracked it for a couple of years. What's uh, what's been going on and what's going on right now? Sure. Uh, so we've been in the space since 2009, actually. And uh, during that time, we've seen a lot of people come and go. And, uh, you know, it's been it was a little bit slower to start. And even up until last year, video was still had more people were a little bit more reserved about using video instead of just, you know, meeting in person or doing a phone interview, but uh, 2020 really changed the paradigm about how people see using video. We don't really get the comments that we used to get about, well, you know, it's video and now it's like, yeah, yeah, we need video. There's no longer a stigma associated with using that product. So uh, that was one of the cool things that happened uh, or one of the benefits of uh, video being so popular is that now everyone's sort of used to it. So what do people get right and wrong about video interviewing? There's a lot of different um, answers to that question. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the main thing and the first point to that, so, you know, I could talk a few points, uh, but what is right and wrong? A lot of people assume that video is like a Zoom call. Uh, that video is like a Skype call or a FaceTime call and that you're having a conversation with someone. And we do have that product. Uh, we do have a video conferencing solution for recruiting that's purpose-built for recruiting. Uh, we have about 100 features that make that tool be developed for recruiting that makes it way easier to use in Zoom and guided and geared towards how the HR manager is going to use it, how the hiring manager is going to use it, how the applicant interacts. Um, and so it has built-in interview questions for both all parties. There's a scheduling dashboard, you have your whole interview interface, your rating interface, all this kind of stuff. But that's the, the video conferencing or live video interviewing product. What people get wrong is they assume that that's the only thing that exists. And it's not out of, it's just, they just don't know. Right. Our, mo our most popular product 
is actually, and I always like using Netflix as an analogy, is that you don't actually interact with the actors that we are watching a TV show. You just watch that show on Netflix. And our most popular product is what's called the pre-recorded interview, hmm. where the candidate records on their own time, and then you watch this after at a convenient time for you. And that is one of our most popular products. It always has been, even pre-COVID. And the, the concept is, is when you have anywhere between 30 and 10 candidates, or even five, that you wouldn't typically do a phone screen with, instead, send them a link, have them record at home on their phone, tablet, computer, whatever device they have, and then Monday morning, you watch it, you log in, and instead of like Friday night, you log into Netflix, Monday morning, you log into VidCruiter, and then watch the interview answers. And so that is the biggest misconception is they don't even realize that that product exists when you talk about video interviewing. And the benefit is that when I do watch these videos, you could ask a knockout question. And so you could spend a lot less time. You can also compare because you can pause, replay, double check, and look at what did three, five, ten people say to the exact same question. And so I could, I'll go on and more and more and benefit, but that would be the number one thing that people get right and wrong with video is that they didn't realize that there's another kind of product in that market. Did we used to call that synchronous and asynchronous or am I dreaming that? No, those are the sort of scientific scientific terms. <laughs> yeah. you know? That's industry. Well, this is the lingo. We're getting into lingo, are we? Yeah. I just, in my mind, as you were talking, I'm like, I think he's talking, you know, and of course I'm going back through way too much lingo. Um, so the uses of these, again, you can have a, you can have a conversation, which is more like a conference and mm -hmm. where you have two way, you know, you can see a hiring manager and a candidate going back and forth and asking questions and answering, et cetera. Or you can have, uh, again, as you, as you rendered it, it's like, we're going to have a candidate respond, you know, one way, you know, where I have candidates respond to these types of questions. You can also, obviously the hiring manager can publish a video, about the job and things like that. So um, what are some of the best, the, the best uses of the different types, I guess? And again, I don't want to say, say secrets, uh, async and, and sync, but what are the best, what are the best uses of the way that y'all uh, approach the market? Perfect. So yeah, uh, there, the asynchronous and synchronous are the right terms and, on the uh, asynchronous or pre-recorded or on demand or one way, those are sort of three or four different ways to say the same yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but uh, what was the question again? How, what are the different types? Yeah. Of the, well, the the best you, that you've seen so far, the best uses of those, mm -hmm. uh, you know, like if a hiring manager wants to interview a software engineer and they just want to make sure that they really understand the pro project they want to get on the that's a, then a conference is a better use for something like that you know that's that's what i'm trying to get for the audience is just like what are the best uses for the different types that's a great question so on the asynchronous side or the pre-recorded side or even the netflix side which is right. an easier way to view that the best use case for that is to ask specific questions so you know, this is different than watching a video resume because in a video resume, you're getting whatever the candidate or the applicant wants to tell you. Here, you can control 
what you want to ask them. And so the best use cases we see for this is clients that have, uh, depending on the job, but they'll have a video scenario of watch this video, watch this scenario, and tell me how you would deal when, you, when, when this happens. Whether that's a disgruntled customer in the video that walks up to you and has a complaint, what would you reply? Whether that's you're seeing a video scenario of this warehouse and there's these safety regulations that are not happening properly, what is missing in that video as you're walking through that warehouse that you see? Um, we even had a use case with the United Nations and they hire interpreters. And so the video is playing. And as the video is playing, the translators are actually translating the video in real time in the webcam to know if they can translate and interpret in real time as they're listening to that specific scenario. So it's not only just asking, you know, are you, why do you want to work for us? What, but you can even enhance it with specific knockout questions that your team can watch and listen, you know, within 15, 20 seconds and know, oh, they do have the right skill sets. I do want to spend a lot more time. And so that's one of the major benefits is you can really tailor the questions. We have a contact center. They put job preview videos of what it's like to work in that environment. And then do you see yourself working in this environment? You know, because they have a lot of turnover. And so there's also, but the, the beauty is the tailoring of the question to the job, to the specific skill set, to save you time, and to make sure that we are finding the right person. And on the applicant side, they get time to showcase who they are. And sometimes applicants, oh, I don't want to do a video interview because, you know, the, the, you got to think about it. I would not interview 25 people. I don't have right. time for that. Right. But I'm giving 25 people a chance now all of a sudden. And so a lot more people have a chance to apply to jobs where before they wouldn't have. And so that gives opportunities to a lot of people that maybe their resume is not as good or perfect. But when you see them on video and they answer all the questions properly, they have all the right answers, they know exactly, and they have a great energetic per performance. You're like, wow, I would have not normally done a phone interview with that person or brought them in. But now I will. And we've hired a lot of people that just from the video, you could tell, wow, this is just internally our own process, not even, you know, anecdotally from our clients, too. So we see a lot of that that happens using this kind of technology. I love that. One of the things you said at the, at the very beginning, especially as it relates to uh, the year that we've had uh, uh, the past year, is maybe the reticence. Because you were one of the, you know, the there was only back then there was only about eight vendors uh, in two thousand eight, two thousand nine that did video interviewing. So you, you've been you've been doing it. You've been at this for a little while, uh, mm -hmm. and and you can kind of see how people were maybe were a bit reticent. Uh, when we're all pushed on Tuesday to interview and hire from home, it, it takes that reticence and, uh, and blows it all up. Um, where have you seen kind of the biggest growth from your perspective between the, the constituencies of candidates, recruiters, and hiring managers? Where have you seen the biggest kind of growth of people that you, you knew once they got into it, once they really kind of fell in love with it, that they take off? And they just they take to it, you know, like a like a duck to water. Uh, what what group do you think is really kind of just I wouldn't say surprised you, but you're you're happy that they've taken to it? I mean, it's it's been every single vertical and every single sector. Um, we don't have any specific sector that that uh, has taken off more than another, other than you know 
sectors that need this to hire faster. Like one of the other benefits of this uh, in March, uh, we got contact that we have a client that hires traveling nurses and they said, okay, you know, they've been a client of ours for a few years now, but they said, we need to hire um, a lot of nurses that are going to go to New York city to help with the surge of COVID there. Cause they have, you know, as you may recall in March, there was surge there at the time. And they said, you know, we're going to start pushing a lot of applicants. And, you know, for us, it doesn't matter if it's 10,000 or a million, it doesn't matter. But we ended up hiring 1,400 nurses that needed to be vetted for certificates, clearances, you know, all the things that, that go with that. 1,400 people were hired in a period of 10 days. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It was, uh, it was a new yeah, record. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> but it's also, you know, the, one of the beauties of, of video reviewing software is it's collaboration software. You got it. You can now, multiple people can look at the same thing. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and some of that bias that we might have had in the conference room, you know, now it's a little bit easier to see if five different people look at the same video you know, they collaborate to put notes on it, then some of those biases get, you know, attacked or at least kind of get mitigated. Um, exactly. the, 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 one of the genesis of the question that I was, I was, I was trying, to, trying to figure out is within the group of hiring managers, recruiters, and candidates, you know, there's a reticence of candidates to do video interviews or maybe a reticence of recruiters to use video editing software or even hiring managers for either to work with recruiters or candidates on. Which of those three groups have you seen more of a, uh, not just an uptick, but, a, you know, they see this as the future and they want, they see video interviewing post-pandemic as a part of their recruiting process? Yeah, so we do... Uh, always see a small percentage of people that have that uh, ongoing, you know, misconception or mm -hmm. mis the misguidance on what the tool can actually benefit. But it does benefit all three. One of the things I recommend a lot when we uh, do analysis with clients about their processes and they're using our tools and they want to increase conversion rates or is that <clears throat> they don't really try the applicant journey. And cool. so one of the things that we recommend and that we do is like, let's, let's go through the job. Okay. And then, oh, let's, what if we put a video here, a welcome video from the recruiter or the president or someone who works in the office or someone who's going to do the exact same job as me. And let's not do that in a studio. Let's do that on their cell phone so that when the candidate applies, the first thing they see is someone from your team who did the exact same thing that you're asking them to do. Right. And it's not a professional video, so they don't get intimidated by this huge production. Right. Yeah. Right? Because then I'm Hollywood. like, yeah, I know. I got to go and do all these things and get a green screen and record a video to apply to this job. Like, it's, yeah. Let's just make it basic and real. And let's put testimonials and let's make it engaging. Let's make, let's read the email that they get from our system. And yeah, it's personalized, but let's make them feel like, hey, this video is as important as an in-person interview and will be watched by 10 of our hiring managers internally. And one of those 10 could potentially offer you a job. And so by doing this, you have 10 times more chance of getting a job, or maybe you wouldn't say it exactly like that, but you will be viewed you know, a lot more than if you just did a phone interview with us. And the candidates don't realize that that's what's happening. Right. You know, so, it, and going through that journey from start to finish, even with our own internal processes, we had our recruiter spend a month just going through our own platform 
for every single screen, every single email, every single text message that our platform sends. We want it to be extremely customized and make that person feel special about the fact that they're going through this process that may seem automated to them because we do automated skill testing, automated reference checking, automated scheduling, automated video. And then, you know, up until the point that you get to the video conference, everything's kind of automated, but we are looking at your profile at each stage. Right. So they just don't know that that's happening. So it's just about properly messaging that so that the people who may have that reluctance actually see that this is still a personal process and we're still going through the process. I love that. All right. So three questions and we'll go through, through them in any, no particular order, but when, when folks demo your software um, and let's say they demo video interviewing software in general, what questions should they be asking of, of, of companies like yours? Uh, What I think is one of the most important things. And one of the things that, stands out the most uh, with VidCruder is customization. And so whether that's the brand, the communication, the workflow, the approvals, uh, how is that tool going to work for me? And one of the things that we found when we started the company was that within one organization, no two jobs are hired the same way and they don't even have the same approval process and the stages and process. And so we went out of our way to build an engine that would allow for customization on the back end so that a client could go with a simple process, plug and play, here you go, you're implemented in one phone call, or they could go into um, a more detailed overview and have it work exactly how they want to. This organization that hires nurses, they have a, I think it's an 80 step approval process where it's not 80 steps of approval, but they have 80 steps of like communications, emails, this happens, that happens, this happens, that happens. And because there's so many different, layers and so does the tool actually deliver what i need to does the tool actually have a good applicant experience and can i customize it to how i want to does this tool represent our brand properly and will this company help me i mean we get a lot of organizations that are amazed we actually have an offer unlimited customer success you could talk to an agent here on the phone weekly for as long as you want to until the product's implemented. It's pretty rare that you typically get that level of customer service where they're not forcing you. And, and the reason we do that is because a lot of times it's the first time someone uses this. Right. And so they need a little bit more comfort. They want to make sure it's set up properly. They want to make sure that the applicants have a good experience. They need to prove the business case to their boss and they don't need another deadline from the vendor saying you got two weeks to put this live because I've got another client that I want to want to help with. The ratio of salespeople to customer service people that we have is 40 to 1. We focus heavily on helping our clients. And you can go on LinkedIn and validate that for any of our vendors. And you could just tell by the way the organization is structured, what is that organization's focus? Is it to close the sale or is it to help the client? Right. And out of the reviews that we have online, and you can go to G2 or Captera, for the number of clients that we have, we have the highest number of reviews. Um, you know, like, it, so we pride ourselves on customer service because it's one thing that we try to, we find is that people buy software, it doesn't matter if it's our product or any product or category, it's not always easy set to set up. <laughs> right? 
<laughs> understatement of, of the month. <laughs> right. But not just that. Even if you do help me, I'm only going to learn about 10% of the features. Right. And then our, you're going to change the features. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our goal is not just a one year and done or sign up and done. It's I want to be with that HR team for the next 10 years. And so how do I make sure that when they come to work, they don't like, oh, I want you to come to work and that VidCurter is not at any time annoying you in your day. It's making your day better. I love it. Right. Okay. Two questions left. Uh, one is, as, as folks will be curious, and not the specific pricing model, but uh, how, do you, how do you price? Like, what is your approach to pricing uh, for, for VidCurter? Sure. So uh, our pricing strategy is that we're in the middle. Uh, we're not the most expensive and we're not the cheapest. Uh, obviously, with unlimited training to help you as much as you want to with whatever level of sophistication that user has for technology, we can't be the cheapest in the market. And that's not our target. Uh, we're also not the most expensive. Uh, there's other vendors that start at way more expensive than us. We're the sort of mid-tier, high-value, high-touch, high-customization. If you want, you can still plug and play and go off and use the product um, for our clients. And so if I was to use a car analogy, VidCritter is not a Ferrari and it's not a moped. We're just like, you know, a Toyota Camry or a Ford F-150 pickup truck. You know, like we're sort of in the middle of the road. Uh, where our pricing is basically so just just so i understand um per recruiter per size of company per interview we actually do volume of usage of the oh, product okay so yeah. all of our clients can have unlimited recruiters unlimited hiring managers and limited people who need to touch those Very candidates cool. and watch the videos yes because we don't want to limit yeah the sharing of that the goal is that more people can see this candidate's profile right that's right that's so right. why would we limit that? Our, the only and our costs are around how much video bandwidth and recording and video files we're storing. Um, so we match that, and but we also didn't want to do a per applicant model. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Complicated the uh, budget. How many interviews you're going to budget for for yeah. a year? Well, so, and it also it gets it's counter their interest as well. They want more candidates. Right. Yeah. You got it. So what we decided about in 2014 was to do it. Let's do it per hire. So give us a ballpark of how many people you're going to hire this year and then uh, have unlimited candidates go through for all those jobs. I love that. I love that. That's just such a great, it's easy to understand too. Okay. Last question. What do we not talk about as it relates to uh, VidCruiter that we should have? Uh, I mean, in our space, there was a lot of talk about artificial intelligence. Uh, and some of our competitors really doubled down on that and, and we stayed away from that. Uh, we never jumped on the bandwagon. I, I researched it a lot, talked to people about it, looked into it a lot. And, and at the end of the day, in artificial intelligence, if you have an accent, if you're from a different cultural background, we talk differently. If you have, and so the way in which our speech patterns are, it cannot be predicted accurately without having some bias playing from the artificial intelligence. And so we decided to focus on structured interviews and structured ratings, which is everyone's evaluated the same way by a human, because we still need to be part of this process, and not a robot. And we're, that would be the one thing that I would be very careful um, about vendors who proclaim that the system can predict, 
Siri can't predict what restaurant you want to go to. Our softwares can't predict who you should hire. You know, like it's, right. we're not there yet. So I know that the FTC had looked into that too. And uh, one of our uh, competitors recently uh, stopped promoting that product. They turned it off. So, uh, but it's just, that's the one sort of warning I would say, like it looks flashy and cool, but under the hood, when you really investigate it, it's not there yet. So right. I would just, uh, you know, if, unless you guys are not too worried about those kinds of things, you, you, you know, it's up to you, but I'm just uh, giving the warning label there, basically. I love it. My friend, listen, this is blown by. We'll have to schedule some more time so we can get into some deeper issues, but thank you so much. I appreciate you. And uh, thanks for coming on the use case podcast. And also thanks for the, uh, the audience for listening to the use space uh, use case podcast. And until next time, thanks, Sean. Thanks, William. Appreciate it. You've been listening to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite platform and hit us up at recruitingdaily.com.